Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester, and with me as always is Akiva Wienaker. Akiva, how is it going? It's funny, because you didn't say Wheels has it rolling, but I think Rob said it this week on the podcast. Yeah, I've abandoned it. uh, Maybe you just traded to Rob for how's it going. Um, It's going (laughs) fine. It's uh, four kids, a lot of kids, but... Yeah. Exciting times for you. Yeah, I guess, if you're into kids. Yeah, exciting time nationwide for you uh, as Israel keeps storming through the WBC, the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, we've been really uh, riveted by uh, that. I, this is the last WBC. Uh, people like once that leak that like they might not continue it, that means that they're not continuing it. I mean, the United States has never made the finals, which obviously doesn't help them. They used to get good players. Like the first one, they had like Griffey and Jeter, and like they had stars. Now yeah, they just well, can't. Get, the- and the hitters will go because who cares if the hitters go away for a week? You know. But yeah. the, they can't get any pitchers. I mean, Danny Duffy's like their ace. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's part of the problem. Yeah, it just it doesn't mean anything. To no, it doesn't mean anything. It's hard for, to like, for like the Asian countries. I think they care a little bit. Yeah, oh yes, uh, Japan and South Korea and probably Cuba care a tremendous amount. Yeah, yeah. Cuba does. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Well, Japan has been by far the most dominant team in the in the WBC. Yeah, they won yeah. two of three. But I I, I just. I just don't um, – the, the reason the Olympics matters is because the Olympics. And the reason the World Cup matters is because it has like – it's the World Cup. It has history. But you can't – it's the same thing with like the WNBA or the MLS, or MLS. You have to aimlessly do it for 30 years before people start taking it seriously. Now, to be fair, MLS people definitely do take it seriously now and the, the WNBA people still do not. So some things just never catch up. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to talk about? You said we weren't allowed to talk about soccer. Barca's crazy comeback. I mean, there's uh, there's not much to say about it, but we should really get into yeah. the. We're uh, a football podcast. Should we talk about football at all? Yeah, we could. Talk, let's talk about quarterbacks. Let's stick with the quarterbacks. But who do you want to talk about first, Glennon? <laughs> yeah, so Mike Glennon is signed with the Bears. He's getting like 19 million guaranteed. Yeah, the Bears were totally bidding against themselves because the only two other teams that wanted Glennon, one of them signed Hoyer for six million a year before the Bears signed Glennon. They Which, were they the way, were out at like nine million. Absolutely, rather have Hoyer at six million than Glennon. At nineteen million. So here's my opinion. I would rather have, if there's a quarterback that's like five percent better, I'd rather have him for ten million dollars more. Because well, first of all, if, why if do you think Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer? Okay, so Brian Hoyer in twenty fifteen. Yeah, if you, well, if you think Brian Hoyer is better than Mike Lennon, God bless you. 
But I'm saying if one, but if Glennon's better than Hoyer, then you don't want him for six million. When well, Glennon's thrown eleven passes in the last two years, so okay, we have fine. no way to know if Glennon's any good. I mean, Steve Young didn't play for years, and then he became Hall of Famer. Okay, so Mike Glennon and Steve Young got it. No, I'm just saying, like, it's possible for him. You know, Steve McNair yeah. sat for two years too before he started playing. Like, sometimes people yeah. do that. But we've seen Mike Glennon play on Tampa. He's had no, chances before. I mean, right? His ceiling is like little worse than Alex Smith. No, he, that he, he wishes he could be a little worse than Alex Smith. I mean, that's his ceiling. His, oh, no way. His ceiling is like that. He'll be like the twenty-third best quarterback among okay, the fine. starting quarterbacks. That's I his mean, absolute ceiling. Brian Hoyer was better than that in two thousand, just one season ago in twenty. I mean, obviously the Bears don't think that's a ceiling, but if that is truly his ceiling, then the well, Bears that's should about be what they've been getting. That's about what they've been getting from Cutler. Because the Jets have been the Jets are right now setting up for like one of the great tank jobs of all time. Because they yeah, just have no good players NFL, on their team. But the, the Jets are really going for it. I mean, you have, like, the thing is, all the bad teams have all the money this year. It's a weird year where, like, some of these teams have $100 million. And so they're giving it, like, the Niners are throwing crazy money at fullbacks. Like, who would think well, that, there's like. there's also, there's not a lot of options at quarterback. You know, Kirk Cousins has demanded a trade, but Washington's not going to do it. Right. And Tony Romo's the only option. He's not going to Chicago or the Jets. He's going to either Denver or Houston because, you know, right. he wants to be on a team that can win right away. And and he might play six minutes and, and break all the bones in his body anyway. Yeah, he might not make it to so, training camp. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are no good quarterbacks, but I also, like, you also have, like, the Jaguars, the Browns, the Rams, the Dolphins, all these teams throwing. Who's, who's the next best quarterback on the market? Cutler, I guess? Well, it's probably Kaepernick's better than Cutler. Kaepernick has a higher ceiling than Cutler at this point. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, the, the problem is I, I think actually like there's so many like seriously Republican owners in the NFL that I don't think will go near Kaepernick. Like Woody Johnson is, is like part of the Trump administration. I don't think he's signing Kaepernick. You know, he said that he yeah. would make – I mean Kaepernick said he'd stand for the National Anthem. But Woody said he wouldn't allow anyone on his team to not stand for the National Anthem. So well, I mean you if know, you're the – if you're the Jets and you're getting rid of everybody and trying to be terrible, do you want to get Kaepernick? No, no. But the, right now the Jets are talking about Cutler. The Jets have a weird thing where they need well, to offer want, Cutler. You don't want Cutler either. Well, he might be bad enough that you do want him. But the Jets want – the Jets uh, need to offer Cutler enough money that he doesn't retire, which is like a funny – don't they need Hackenberg? Like don't they need it to try yes. every single guy? That... Yes. Well, th- I mean I, I mean, I could spoil it for them and tell them that Hackenberg sucks and Petty's played <laughs> and he does suck. But yeah, I agree. They need to go one and fifteen and get the first pick next year, and there'll probably be some good quarterbacks. All right. Okay. So uh, enough of that. Can we get to uh, the yeah. main event here? Let's get to the main event. All right. So, so last week we introduced uh, the the greatest American athlete bracket, or, or at least we uh, introduced the, the the candidates for the bracket, and then we we agreed on fifty five spots. And for the last nine spots, we decided to uh, throw it up to the fans. We put thirty five people. On a uh, on a list of potentials for people to vote on, we got great feedback from this episode. We got tweets and emails and Facebook messages, and and over fifty people voted in that little Twitter poll thing that I posted. So we got a lot of feedback. We got a lot of write-ins. So I think we should jump right in and uh, try and desperate who those last nine spots should go to. What? Where did you just say? What? Desper? What? Did you try and say decipher, but you said desper? That's how I pronounce it. It's decipher. No, it's decipher. Well, I say Decipher, so... Where did they teach you that? At Harvard? Decipher? (laughs) Is that a Minnesota thing? Oh, my God. You better keep Uh, that in. If anything, I would guess it was a British thing, because my mother is from South Africa. Oh, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you speak British. Oh, my God. Maybe. I just thought you were dumb. Okay. Um, All right. So, we have 55 people in. Um, We have the the link for that if someone wants to see them. So, let's... uh, 
tell tell me of the, of the do you want to name all forty? How are we doing this? Okay, so so we had thirty five guys on the ballot, men and women on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, you know, one issue, and when you put this up to the masses of voters, and especially the people who listen to our podcast, it's going to sway in the direction of the big three sports, and especially on you know, like as they call them, skill positions in, in football. You know, like mm-hmm. a fantasy stat. Um, uh, acquirers. And so it's no surprise that that's where the predominant number of the votes went. Um, so yeah, why, why don't we, why don't we do it this way? First of all, so you voted, I uh, actually, I, I, there was a case of voter fraud in the voting. One person voted twice and that was, uh, Akiva Wienerker. Well, I was just testing it. First I voted just for Joey <laughs> Chestnut. Yeah. You voted just for Joey Chestnut and then, um, and then you voted a second time. So first, why don't we do, there were, there are, I'm, I'm counting here. There's only one person who both you voted for and I voted for and was in the top nine of our voters. So, so let's, put them Gehr- on. let's put them on the so list. Lou, Lou Gehrig, definitely on the ballot. Okay. Uh, apologies oh, to Lou for in. not making He finished fifth in voting. He got, he got a, uh, by the way, nobody got even close if we're using Hall of Fame methods. Need 75% of the votes. Nobody got, nobody even got, you know, 60% of the votes. Yeah, but there's so, so many people. It's, again, it's a know, tough ballot. So many people. Yeah. So uh, the the guy who was the leader on our ballot with uh, 35 votes was Barry Sanders. So we're going to stick okay. Barry Sanders in put there. Him in. Put him in. Uh, who um, second on our ballot, who you did not vote for for some reason, was Hank Aaron with 32 votes. Mm. So Hank Aaron, welcome mm. to the party. Okay, fine. But I, but I, at most we're putting one more baseball player. So let's see what happens. Uh, well, okay. Um, third on our ballot was uh, Shaquille O'Neal, who okay. uh, you voted for. And by the way, and, and, and the fact that the vote went how it did makes clear to me that if we had put more NBA guys on this ballot, Shaq was the only maybe on our ballot. If we yeah. had put Larry Bird on here, with 100% certainty, he's going in. I, I hear, I agree. Okay, so put Shaq in. Oscar Robertson, Kobe Bryant, all those guys would have went in. Yeah, uh, so, I agree. So, but, but they Shaq shouldn't be. All right. Fourth, on the, uh, fourth among the voters, a guy who the top vote getter who neither you nor I voted for, Bo Jackson. You know, mm, as we said, Bo Jackson is nowhere close to the Hall of Fame in either sport, but yeah. I understand why voters wanted him in. And so, you know, we're going to listen to our listeners. So Bo Jackson's on the ballot. Okay. Uh, so he's number four. Uh, Lou Gehrig, as I said, number five. Uh, number six, Mickey Mantle. Um, uh, uh, some of the some some people were very upset that he was uh, also that he only made it this far. Yeah, I'm uh, sure my grandfather would be upset. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, number seven, similarly, people were. So wait, so Mantle, we're not we're not throwing in yet because I we may be out of baseball spots. No, of course, going. Mantle's in. No, no not necessarily. Them? What do you, we told we told people they could vote. Now you're not going to accept the vote. Well, we top, we put their top five in. I'm not necessarily putting their eighth and ninth in. No, we're putting their top nine in unless unless we want to do a special write in for eight or nine. But we're certainly not fine. Okay, down six, fine. And seven. six and seven. Put Mickey Mantle right. in. So six is Mickey Mantle. Seven hey, is Jackie Steph- Robinson. No, no, I'm not putting in another baseball player. Sorry. Of course, of course we're putting in Jackie Robinson. There's no question. Jackie Robinson's going in as now, a baseball player. Next- that's absurd. Let's just put in right. freaking Jeff Kent. Okay. All right. So next. So okay. So n- now the eighth and ninth spots went to uh, eighth place was Walter Payton with 22 votes. Mm-hmm. And ninth was Brett Favre with 18 votes. Okay. Way too many baseball players in this and, thing. Okay. Well, I don't agree. But uh, uh, And then Joey Chestnut, your beloved, <laughs> uh, just short. He got 17 votes. Ooh. So uh, How about one we, short each of Brett get, Favre. we each get one vote? We each have one veto <laughs> vote. Like one – we get one golden um, pass. Hold on. So let's talk about. Well, okay. So the other guys you voted for, you voted for Floyd Mayweather, which I thought was ridiculous. You voted for. Rocky but there's Marcelo, not enough boxers. We know. No, I'm, we're kicking out Jackie Robinson. We're putting another boxer. Well, I voted for Jack Dempsey. To me, Jack Dempsey is by far the best of the boxers who didn't make it. Unless you want to say Jack Johnson, who of course you know had to deal with a lot of racism and you know great singer also. He, he yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, we had, we each voted for a different golfer. I voted for Arnold Palmer, who finished 13th in the vote. You voted oh, for Bobby Jones, who finished 27th. This is just a popularity contest. Palmer stinks. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then, and then you voted for Althea Gibson. That was her only vote. Was Althea Gibson your vote? Rayford Johnson also got one vote, and uh, AJ Foyt and Willie Pep got no votes. Anyway, but um, we have a lot of write-ins, a lot of comments. So why don't we discuss some of those and see if maybe one of those write-ins should get the last spot ahead of Favre or maybe even Walter. But they have to convince right? us. We each get no. There's two spots, right? We each get to put one person in. No, no, no. Walter Payton and Brett Favre are in right now. No, we no. They're not. The top seven are in, and we each get one person to put in. It could be Peyton or Favre. I'll consider Peyton or Favre. We each, or and you can too. We each get one, one more. We each have one spot at our discretion. We could put somebody in. No, but yes, yeah. I I respect the listeners' opinions, so we gave them the top seven. They did a terrible job putting in way too many baseball players, not enough boxers. But let's let's go for the. We each get a. I'll give you the first pick, and I'll take the second pick. Give me the options. Let's discuss. Okay. Give me the options. Okay. Okay, so first of all, uh, Moro, uh, Michael Rosenberg, who appeared on this podcast, he called in at the 100th episode. Mm-hmm. So he was really enraged. He oh was boy. really enraged. He said, you know, Wayne Gretzky became an American citizen like 1988, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, to which I say, okay, a lot of people are dual citizens, yeah. but who does he represent when he plays yeah. hockey internationally? He yeah, represents not Canada. An argument. He, yeah, he represents yeah. Canada. Yeah. If he wants um, to renounce his Canadian citizenship, we may retroactively take it. Oh, for sure, yeah. Shout out to uh, the great he, says, he, says, he says, I'm clearly biased. I love hockey, but also Brett Hall is number four all-time in goals and was number three until, like, this past year when Yarmie Yager jumped him. Yeah. So, uh, so again, Gretzky and Pizza Internationally for Canada, we don't care about that. Uh, we had discussed Hall on the Lost Pod, I think. I just but... think Chelios beats Hall, and, and the fact hold that on. we can't decide so hold that. on. So, we'll get to that in a second. So, oh, so then Morrow says, well, A-Rod played for the Dominican Republic in the World Baseball Classic, didn't he? Seems, <laughs> seems crazy to have zero baseball players. Well, as we said, first of all, the World Baseball Classic doesn't matter. Second of all, A-Rod was born in America. He was born in Miami. He's an American. Third of all, we know A-Rod. We didn't put him in. Uh, yeah, but not because he competed for the American right. Baseball Classic. Right. Um, He's dating so J-Lo. Says, That's the big news today. Yeah. Um, you know, all the Jews on Team Israel are Americans. So, you know, that doesn't really matter. Mm. Now, so I agree with Morrow that it is crazy to have zero hockey players. But the problem is there's no American who was even as good at hockey as somebody like Hakeem or, or Carl yeah. Lone. No, for sure. For sure. So Morrow says Hall was. I disagree. I think you made a mistake with Hall. So no, here's the, the thing. I, I went and I did this for a bunch of sports this week. Um, mm-hmm. I made I made all time rankings, not my own opinion, but I accumulated and averaged out the all time rankings of a whole bunch of different websites. So for the NHL, I got nine different rankings. I averaged them out, and Brett Hall. I'm sorry to say, but he's 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 number thirteen on my all time hockey list. Chris Chelios is actually number thirty eight, one spot ahead of them. So the thirty eighth and 39th best hockey players. Should not be in the conversation when, again, Larry Bird is not even close to making it, and he's like the seventh or eighth best basketball player of all time. So there's no way to put a top 40 hockey player, right? Yeah, we're on the same page here. Okay. Um, anyways, so, you know, so that's about it. Um, so Chelios and Hall, sorry. It just makes no sense for the 40th best hockey player to be on a list. So, uh, so no to all the hockey players. Sorry. Jim Cromley wrote in. He said, we need more women. And he, uh, he, he gave us a bunch of proposals. Now, we had among the 55, we had 11 women and 44 men. You know, a four-to-one ratio, it's not great. But, you know, realistically, in terms of the, the impact that women have had on major league sports in America, you know, until the last 30, 40 years was virtually non-existent. And even in the last 30 years, you know, they're very big in individual sports, but team sports have, have not caught on as much. So, you know, we're, we're reflecting reality. We're not endorsing it, I would say. But anyway, so here's some of the women. Wait, so Jim people. wants more women in the, in the, uh, in the bracket? In the bracket. So here's the ones he he's proposed. He's so woke, Jim Crumley. Yeah, so he's the one, here's the ones he proposed. Let's discuss them, all right? Okay. Uh, first, Janet Evans. Uh, she won four swimming medals, to which I say congrats. That's like half of Mark's face. It's not enough. We put Katie Ledecky in. Katie Ledecky slam dunks Janet Evans. 
Yeah, okay. So no to Janet Evans. Next, he says Michelle Akers. So here, once again, I went ahead and made a cumulative ranking of the greatest women's soccer players of all time to see mm. where Michelle Akers ranks on the list, right? Yeah. Because when, when you read her Wikipedia page, she sounds pretty good. One of the greatest female soccer players of all time, named FIFA Female Player of the Century in 2002. In 2004, Akers and Mia Hamm were the only two women named to the FIFA 100, which was selected by Pelé and was the greatest uh, soccer players of all time. So... Maybe Michelle Akers has an argument here. So here's my all-time greatest female soccer players rankings. All right. I would love to know um, your yeah. metrics. <laughs> Again, my metrics was I found other rankings, uh, Guardian, Sportster, which I just found a bunch of different rankings and averaged them okay. together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, number one and number two, in some order, are Marta from Brazil and Mia Hamm. Mia yeah. Hamm already on our list. Yes. Okay. Then after that, you have – so Mia Hamm may be the greatest player of all time. She for sure belongs on the list. Akers is in that next group with Abby Wambach, Germany's Bridget Prinz, Japan's Homare Sara, China's Soon Wen, Canada's Christine Sinclair, etc. So nobody's saying that Akers is as good as Ham, but if she is maybe the third or fourth greatest female soccer player of all time, yeah. and obviously the second greatest American, does she deserve to get it? Right. Similar similar so with Wambach, similar with Carly Lloyd. They're in that second tier. Oh, Carly Lloyd's nowhere near this list. Well, but Wambach she's an active is. player who's who's, you know, probably wasn't yeah. even you know, if you if well, all those lists Carly, are made the Carly, last year. But hold on, Carly Lloyd is in her mid thirties. Her career is almost over, I think. Your career is almost over. Well, that's also true. Uh, so I would say that Acres is a maybe, but um, we'll come back to her in a second. All right. Abby Wambach, no, again, she's behind Acres and she's behind Ham. Do you agree? Yes, she's enough. Okay. He said uh, Florence Griffin Joyner, who's already in. She's in. Uh, he, yeah, he said Lindsey Vaughn. You know, one of the greatest Alpine Active. skiers I mean, ever. She, she has one medal. It's not even gold. GTFO, Lindsey Vaughn. Okay, she's out. Uh, he said Lisa Leslie. We already have two female basketball players, and Lisa Leslie is not as good as either one of them. Um, then he said he wanted Walsh and May, the uh, you know the the volleyball pair. Mm, First of all, we don't have any we don't have any pairs in here, so they eliminate each other. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, Walsh is better than May. Um. Well, but, you know, yeah. Walsh herself, she may left and then Walsh didn't win the gold this year. Granted, she's like 8,000 years old. Yeah, so um, I say Michelle Akers maybe has a possibility for that last spot. No, I don't think so. I mean, if you want to pick her as your person, fine, but I'm not well, thinking. Okay, well, she's the only one. Okay, so now let's see. We got a bunch of other write-ins. Um, Zachary Peters, easy top 25 on Twitter. He said Larry Bird. Again, I think there could be an argument there. Yeah, but I, we don't not... need another basketball player. If he's not okay. definitively in the top 10 in the NBA, we don't need him in. Oh, he I mean, is definitively in the top ten. Yeah, but he's like there's no nine. But yeah, but nobody has him in the top five. Mm-hmm. He's between six and ten. I mean, my ranking now would be I think Jordan, Will, Kareem, Bill Russell, Kawhi, Shaq, LeBron, Duncan, and then Bird. All right, okay, all right, nice try, nice try. All right, uh, okay. Now we got a bunch of uh, a bunch of wrestlers proposed. Max the Millennial proposed the Undertaker. Jake mm. Morrison proposed Hulk Hogan. I mean, unbridled. He, here's the thing: the Undertaker is twenty. The Undertaker is I think twenty-two and one at WrestleMania. That's better than like anything Babe Ruth ever did. Okay. I mean, so, it's so you, like it's amazing. He's still you going. You had talked He's about the Rock and Hulk Hogan. Now yeah. you're putting Undertaker over them. Well, yeah. I mean, I have a problem with him picking the Undertaker. Is like, what does he won one Royal Rumble? Um, you know, Stone Cold has three. Like, I, you know, I just I, like well, un- unbridled truth at Twitter. Proposed Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, the thing the Undertaker is like a is like a playoff guy, you know. He's like a good version of Robert Ory. You know, he kind of sits through the regular season. You don't even want to see him during the regular season. Like the lights come out, it takes him twenty minutes to come out. You don't need that on like a Monday Night Raw or a SmackDown. You want that at WrestleMania. 
Okay, so bottom line, are any of these wrestlers going into our maybe pile or no? No, we don't need a wrestler. If we did, I think Hulk Hogan beats those guys. Okay. Uh, so a bunch of Giants fans said Odell Beckham Jr., which is obviously insane. Uh, Zach Brooks said Calvin Johnson and Le'Veon Bell. I guess this was his Mike Chart argument. He's saying, well, the best running back and receiver alive mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. But well, Le'Veon Johnson, Bell has been the like, best. Not even, yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Nothing, Calvin, you know, I mean, I understand the thought, but there's no reason to talk about Le'Veon Bell being the same. Yeah, exactly. Um, Maybe Yose a high times said, list of the greatest American athletes. Yosei Feldstein said Larry Fitzgerald, which makes no sense. We don't have Randy Moss or Terrell Owens or Marvin Harrison. We're not putting Larry Fitzgerald on here. Sorry. He's a Cardinals fan. That makes a lot of sense for him to say that. Oh, oh, oh okay. That's why. All right. Uh, Fima Schlimmel, who was on this podcast once upon a time, said Deion Sanders is ready on the bracket. So bad job by you. Yeah. Josh Frendel said Roger Federer, who is not an American. He's Swiss. So bad job by yes. you. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Kalish said Derek Jeter and then wrote in parentheses, take that, Keeve. So I think he's just trolling. So mm-hmm. obviously we're going to ignore that. If this was a 64 Cantor, short stops, we would have a very serious discussion about Derek Jeter. Yeah. Josh Cantor said Tamir Goodman. Uh, that's oh, an inside okay. joke for like a certain segment of our listeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody – it only says Sammy. I'm going to assume this is my brother Sammy, said Jack mm-hmm. Morris. <laughs> well, is, is Sammy Chester a big Jack Morris fan? <laughs> I mean Sammy Chester was – probably doesn't even remember the 1991 World Series. So I don't yeah. know what he was talking about. Are you saying he's dumb or he's young? He's young. Okay, fine. <laughs> How old is Sammy? All right. He's two years younger than me. Oh, so – he mean, was, Yeah, he doesn't he remember I mean, 91. I, 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 I vividly remember that World Series. I watched yeah. every game. Yeah, you don't watch dad. one play. I mean, I remember. I, don't, it, I know you don't. I don't. Rem- I don't remember Sammy being in the room. I mean, I remember he came with me to the parade. I do remember that. But anyways, uh, I, he didn't go to the game with me when I went to game one with my dad, etc. All right, you um, went to game one of the '91 World Series. Look at you. Yeah. Well, uh, the funny thing is, in my class of 19 kids, three of them went to game seven. So a bunch of people. Uh, Trump. Why your dad uh, Mike, didn't love you enough? Micah Snitzer went to Game Seven. Uh, Devora Silverberg went to Game Seven. Classic By the Spencer way, and Silverberg. Yeah. Yeah. How crazy is that? I remember this thirty years later. <laughs> I mean, I, if, if I didn't go to Game Seven, I remind my dad every day that. I mean, I I told you what my grandfather said to me, right? Yeah. He that, wants the Jets to win before he, he dies. He needs the Jets to win the Super Bowl before he turns a hundred, and he's turning he eighty. Seen them when, I know, but he wants to see one with his his grandson. Ah, okay. All right. Anyways, we got some more write-ins. Uh, B Gold seventeen eleven on Twitter said Christian Leitner for college basketball, which makes no. I mean, college I mean, basketball. I know what he says. No, like if if diving is a sport, like maybe college basketball is a separate sport. It's actually not a crazy. We're not going to put him in, but it's sport than the NBA. Yeah, I know, but it's the greatest a, college basketball player. I know, but yeah. it's, Eddie, it's not a crazy take. Yeah. He said Eddie Merckx for cycling. Uh, we already have Lance Armstrong. Right? Isn't Eddie Merckx not American? I think he's uh, like Belgian. I think didn't, yeah, I think Eddie Merckx is not American. Okay, well that could be because B Gold also said Roger Federer, who again we said is not American, and then he said Tim Duncan, which again I understand the argument, but uh, we're now also barely right, Tommy, American. Tommy D D Tommy D D D Triple D said Justin Wong, Major League Gaming, best of all time, leaving oh, out of blasphemy. We're not we're not uh, millennials. If I mean we are, but we're not like the you know the. Hold on a second. You want to inclu- you wanted to consider Joey Chestnut, and you're going to say that eating is more of a sport than gaming. Yeah, eating is much more of a sport than gaming. Eating is timeless. It's like the eighty. By the way, Nathan's every year not, calls not, it not not competitive eating. Yeah, Nathan Nathan like every year like tax on five years. It's like now it's like the hundred fortieth. You know, Nathan's hot dog <laughs> But there's only evidence of, like, 20. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, they just make up. Like, if you ever watch a telecast, they make them. Anyway, you go first. Everybody you... eats. Everyone Everybody eats. eats. but Not, not everyone not plays that many people. Games. Not that many people eat competitively. Not that many people eat to win. Everybody who plays a video game is playing to win. Do you want to have a competitive uh, sushi eating contest against me when we're here in a few weeks? 
Um, I don't. I feel like I'm past the age of my life where I should be engaging in all you can eat activities. It's not, it's not healthy. What are you gonna do? You're gonna die from a hundred pieces of sushi? No, but it's not gonna help. <laughs> I don't know. We'll think about it. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So Justin Wong is he on the maybe list or no? No, he's on the no list. I mean, if you want to pick him as your guy, I okay. I, right. I respect the opinion. It's definitely a, a good idea. Jay's, I just don't know anything about it. Jay's team two three four said Dan Gable, who was yeah. who is the Iowa wrestling coach, also a great wrestler in his day. Yeah. No, I mean Gable's a really good idea. Um, I mean, you could have made. Isn't the case. he more famous as the coach than as a player? No, he's more famous as as the wrestler. Um, I, he only competed in one Olympics. I think that's his real big downfall. That he has right. maybe one or two world championships in one Olympics. Jordan Burroughs is more accomplished than Gable. Burroughs, for some reason, got destroyed in the last Olympics. All right. And then Liam Spencer says Tim Tebow. I mean, he will make it as a baseball player, but I don't think as an NFL player he's, he's earned it. All right. And then, uh, and then I'll read you one last person, uh, Svi Raps, who's on mm. your team. He says, jo- Joey Chestnut's a no-brainer. No one has dominated mm. the sport as well as he has. True. He's a hero to all fat guys and gives hope to those of us who can't physically compete in any other sport. It's true. We're not all six-foot-one, red-headed Andy Dalton lookalikes. Who's he talking about there? Oh, no idea what that I, reference I think, is. Yeah, I think that's about you. Um, no, I, did. I, I will not acknowledge it. I mean, to he be says, fair, Chester's 5'11". He just says he's six feet one. <laughs> I will, when we meet up, I will happily uh, go back to back and measure myself. Well, what, what, I mean, do you have back to back with what a freaking ruler? I, how are we going to know that you're six inches taller than me or whatever? Oh yeah, fine with a ruler. Um, okay. I mean, I do. Slouch, well, then you don't need me. So you could just like get a bigger ruler. I have I have very bad um, you know, posture. Posture. Yes, yeah. I do. So I'm probably heading more towards six feet at this point. But anyways. okay. Uh, Raps says Chester's way off on Jackie Robinson. Sorry, uh, Raps. The voters do not agree with you in Akiva. Um, and then, um, and then, and then his write-in Raps was Rick Swenson, the king of the Iditarod, Minnesota's Ooh, greatest it. athlete of all time. Yeah. Chester, you should be ashamed of yourself for not including the state hero. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. I mean, I'm not going to put him in because he's not like I would put the dogs in. He's not the athlete. Like we didn't put jockeys <laughs> in either. Yeah, well, we didn't put jock. Well, but we put race car drivers in instead of the cars. Yeah, but they're moving the car. What do you mean? How is a driver any different than a than a jockey? Well, the car can a... move on its own. The dog can, can move on its own. So can the horse. What? Do you, of course it can. A car can drive on its own. You don't need a person in there. I mean, it would crash in two seconds. You think the car can do laps of the Daytona 500 without the driver? First of all, absolutely, you could computerize it and do it for sure. But you think I mean, a horse could, is going to do laps? You by don't. Okay, I mean, but a horse could all. You could say the same thing about a horse. The horse isn't going to run the laps either. Neither the dogs. That's why you need somebody directing them. Anyway, we're not putting any of them in. All right, you pick your guy. I pick mine. We got to start this bracket. What do you mind? So, so you're trying to kick Brett Favre out? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I, we might pick Brett Favre. I just I think we each get get the right to pick one person. No, no. Walter Payton got 22 votes. Okay? I don't There's care. A big drop. I don't, no, Walter Payton's in here. If you want to say that Brett Favre shouldn't be in and you want to discuss the last spot, that's I'm not right. discussing so who, it. I want to get one pick. If you don't want okay, to pick, you don't need a pick. Who's your one pick? Favre out, Chestnut in. No. Okay. Veto. Chestnut, is, Chestnut got 17 votes, plus he got a well, golden vote. That's only because me. you voted for him like twice. Why Why would we put the seventh best quarterback of all time in over the number one best leader? That makes no sense. There's an argument that Favre is better than that. He held every single record until Peyton Manning came along. You think Favre is better than Chestnut? Did Favre ever freaking double every record in one year like Chestnut did? Did, did Favre ever, ever eat like four more hot dogs after eating 66 hot dogs to eat to win a hot dog eating, you know, eat off against Kobayashi when they were tied? I don't think so. Favre has one freaking Super Bowl win. 
Chestnuts won the Super Bowl of eating seven or eight times. I'm, I mean, I'm not going forward without chestnut. This bracket like has no. Talk- this bracket has no validity without Joey Chestnut. If we're going to take Brett Favre out, I think that we should put Michelle Akers in. She's I mean, the want- greatest female. She's the greatest female soccer player of prior to the 21st century, prior to the last 15 years, right? Mm. Yes, yeah, well, eight people played was, soccer. Sure. She was named the greatest one of the 20th century, right? And but Ham was better. It's just like Ham just career went into the 2000s a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. And then Ham never the best player, really. Once once they got going, uh, I'm going to vote for Acres over Chestnut. Well, no, we each get one vote. You could put in Acres, I'll put in Chestnut, and the eight and nine don't make it in. We don't need them. They're not winning any matchups. No. Uh, fine. So we will have a play in. This is a play in round. Okay, we have one game play in between Michelle Acres and Joey Chestnut for the 64th spot. So how are we deciding this? No, well, we need a third person for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't plan that, so what are we? Well, do? so how about what if we just say the bracket today, and then next week we come back and and we find a third, we get a good third person. Should people write in and say why they should be the like a good third person for our yeah, for the podcast next week? Yeah, yeah, that's for next week. But in really in two weeks, because next week we're going to do March Madness, and then in two weeks we'll we'll do this. What are we doing for March Madness? We're just gonna we're gonna go through the games and pick a bracket and stuff. All right, so fine. So why don't we announce the bracket today? Yes, that's what we're gonna do. Are we? So we're not doing any of the first round matchups. Why don't we at least go through and then the ones where we can't agree, we'll push fine. those off to next week. Fair enough. Time. Wait, and then um, okay. wait. So let's let's make two playing games. Let's put the the eight and nine people will go. One of them will go up against Acres. One of, one of them will go up against Chestnut. No, no, Michelle Lakers is playing Joey Chestnut. That is the playing. No, game. no, I'm saying we're gonna instead of 65, we have 66. Put the eight, not the, the there's 62 people. Then listen, listen to me. Can you listen? I'm I'm trying to speak English to you here. The 62 people are in. Then the eight and nine. Why people, 62? Why 62? Okay, there were 55 people in. Then yeah. the top seven listener entry people are in. That's okay, 62. But, but just let me speak. One vote to, just, just hold on, speak. hold on. But yeah. listen, I'm looking at the voting results. There is yeah. a one-vote difference between 7th and 8th between Jack Irrelevant. and Ryan. Irrelevant. Then there's a huge drop-off between 8 and 9. So there's the last – the reason I was proposing to knock Favre out is because there was a huge drop-off between 8 and 9. So how about a three-way right? ba- three battle between whoever's ninth, Acres and Chestnut? Yeah, that's fine. I, I even eliminated Favre. I said, well, just do Acres and Chestnut. Fine. You want oh, to I didn't – okay, no. So knock Favre out. Yeah. And it's Acres yeah, Acres and Chestnut. Acres and Chestnut are in a playing matchup. Well, I okay, said, okay. like, they're going up against, like, Michael Jordan, and it's totally irrelevant. Okay. Okay. So I have random. I have randomly entered all sixty-four names into a randomizer. This okay. is in a completely random order. There is no seating here. The upper left bracket, which I think is actually the weakest of the four, which shows how dominant this whole bracket is, really. Um, the Can very first match. Or, or you want to just tell it to me? Well, I'll tell it to you. I'll okay. Send it to fine. You it surprised me. Okay. First match up on the board. First match up on the board. Bill Russell, the greatest champion in team sports, against Cy Young. The greatest, so the greatest winner in team sports against against the greatest winner individually. You know, 511 wins, a record yeah, that will never be broken. That's great. Right off the bat, tremendous matchup. I'm going to vote Cy Young. The numbers he put up yeah, are unmatchable. Tough. Right? Cy Young has an argument for the greatest of all time. Bill Russell does not really have that argument. Mm, this is tough. Yeah, yeah. Russell, Russell definitely could have won a matchup against some of these people. But uh, I, mean, yeah, I agree. Oh. I'm putting Cy Young in the next yeah. round. So Cy Young advances uh, 2 nothing. Tough uh, loss sorry, for Bill Russell. Russell. 
yeah, I agree. I think that Russell was a like a Sweet 16 type competitor, but you know he got a tough matchup, and that's just how it works. All right, uh, the next matchup we have Tom Brady mm. against Tony Hawk. Yeah, Tom Brady. Move on to the next round, Tom Brady. Oh no way! I say Tony Hawk. Tony wow, Hawk's the greatest is he not? Well, but the, why are you valuing skateboarding, which is stupid, and not valuing eating, which is not stupid? Like eight people skateboard, but everyone freaking eats. Again, not competitively. That's like saying if I said everyone plays baseball, which is your argument, it's like, yeah, not competitively. Of course, I'm not in the major leagues because I suck. Just like you're not in the major leagues, you know, at the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest because you suck at eating. What the hell are you talking about? Have you ever had an eating competition or seen an eating competition or participated in an eating competition or witnessed an eating competition in your life? I'm much better at that than I am at baseball. (laughs) How do you know? Have you ever even done it? Have yeah, you ever I've, won like, or lost at eating? Yes, I've gone toe to toe with people eating donuts, eating soup, eating uh, eating um, uh, sushi, and I'll, I'll take anyone down. I'm, I have a bottomless stomach. You did challenge me a few minutes ago. Let's yeah, I literally me. just challenged you <laughs> for ten thousand um, dollars. So I'm going to say Tony Hawk. Or this one will go to overtime. That's fine. Okay, fine. Yeah, that'll go over. I mean, whoever we pick is picking Brady, but okay. I mean, I'm shocked because I thought that you were a Tom Brady hater, so I'm shocked to see I am a Brady hater, but like if you could make an argument that he's the most important football player ever, like the most valuable, so. Uh, I'm not making that argument. All right, okay, so we're going to have to come back to that one next week. That's okay. fine. Uh, next we have Joe Lewis against Jack Nicklaus. Uh, one of the greatest boxers ever. One of the greatest golfers ever. Yeah, I'll give it to Nicholas because he's number one in the sport. Yeah, I think Nicholas has to get it. Also, the boxers are pretty bunched up. They're all great, but they're like, there's not like, oh, this guy's obviously the best. So I give it to Nicholas too. All right. Uh, next we have Ted Williams against Katie Ledecky. Oh, interesting. Me, this is the biggest route we've had so far. Yeah, I mean Ledecky's great. She's the greatest female swimmer ever by far. The thing is, Ted yeah. Williams. Ted Williams is just so good. Like. He definitely gets points for being so good at so many other things. He, Ted, Ted, what do you mean, like fishing? Yeah, like he gets like he would he would have been amazing at anything he did. He would have been like one of the five best. Okay, so first he's the greatest hitter of all time, right? I mean, he's in the conversation with Bonds and Ruth. Like, also like the greatest ballroom dancer. He would have been like he would have been on Dancing with the Stars, but he wouldn't have even been like a competitor. He would have been like one of the pros. Yeah, he missed so many seasons of his prime, not just for World War II, but then he goes away for the Korean War also. So he's also an American hero. To me, Ted Williams easily wins this one. Yeah, Williams. Sorry, Katie. All right. Uh, next one, we got a couple of people who um, suffered diseases and uh, probably used illegal drugs. Magic Johnson and Lance Armstrong. Oh, boy. I'm going to uh, vote for Lance. Again, Magic was – the fact that he got in automatically, a little questionable probably. Magic? Yeah. Right. And the, I mean, again, I, I like the Lance thing is silly because like if he cheated, like I don't know, you know, should he be there? He's officially won zero toward the Francis. But everybody cheated in that sport. It's not cheating. Who cares? That's true. Right. He was just a better cheater. That's its yeah, own sport. I, I'm saying Lance Armstrong. Are you going with Magic? No, I'm gonna no because Magic isn't necessarily top five NBA player. So I'm going yeah, with fair. I'm going with Lance. All right, next we have just a doozy of a matchup. I mean, oh this is a really tough one to mm. be this early. Willie Mays, who many would say is the greatest baseball player of all time, mm-hmm. against Lawrence Taylor, who many would say is the wow. greatest defensive football player of all time. Yeah, I mean, I just think there's more value in being an overall football player than a linebacker. I'm going with Willie Mays. Yeah, I agree with you. But uh, Lawrence Taylor is another guy who you thought would at least go a couple of rounds in this tournament. I didn't think so, honestly. I think he's just happy to be here. 
Okay, fine. Uh, the first of our writing candidates uh, to make it into a matchup, it's Roger Clemens against Mickey Mantle. Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, you could really make a case. Yeah, you could make a case that Clemens is a better pitcher than Mantle is a hitter, right? I think he's hot. Well, I mean, they're both, you know, top five all time, probably. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to have a hot take here. I'm going with Roger Clemens. Oh, it's not a hot take. I agree with you. Yeah. So you're putting Roger Clemens in the next round. I'm putting Roger Clemens into the next round. Yep. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, now I think this is going to work. Have our first argument of the day, because to By me, way, we are one on, of these... at this point we are on the record as being pro steroids. Not even indifferent. Literally pro steroids. <laughs> like we put Clemens and Armstrong in. Bonds is almost definitely going to win his first round matchup. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll say this: I I filled out a bracket ahead of time. I entered into my uh, greatest American athlete bracket tournament challenge. Mm-hmm. And in the bracket I filled out, the candidate who I'm going to predict you have losing in this next matchup, I have him going all the way to the Elite Eight. Wow. And okay. I think that you're going to try and knock him out of round one. So we may not have an agreement here. It's Michael I, Phelps against Jackie Robinson. Oh, no, if, if, you can't even make an argument for Jackie Robinson. Like, literally. Jackie Robinson. The, okay. Is he the First best? First of all, Jackie Ro- Michael Phelps is the best swimmer ever. Jackie Robinson probably doesn't even know how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to cut that. <laughs> That's a good line. I know, but you right. have to cut um, it. <laughs> no. All right, it's not that great. Fine. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna hold off on this one for the fight next week. Okay? We're just gonna have to hold off. For next can you week. can you bleep out my joke? No, it's not. It's no, it's not going in. It's not. That's not. That's not racist. I was joking when I said it was racist. No, I think it might be. I don't know. No, it's a funny joke. Yeah. Um, no, all right. I, next. I don't think it's going. Uni- Johnny Unitas against Jimmy Thorpe. <laughs> all right, stop laughing. Oh boy. Yeah, I, I have to. You know, I love Johnny. You, you got to go Thorpe here. Yeah, I don't think it's course. a question. Thorpe is the greatest athlete in the first half of the 20th century. Yeah. And uh, you know he. He's another yeah, guy. I mean, I in 1950, they considered brother. Thorpe, you know, when maybe baseball wasn't held as in high esteem as now it is, like historically, Thorpe was considered the best athlete of the first half of the of the 20th century. Yeah. Not not Ruth. Yeah. So Thorpe's a lock here. All right. Next next is a interesting matchup: Jackie Joyner Kersey against mm. Walter Johnson. Walter Johnson, I have as the second greatest pitcher of all time. Mm-hmm. Many would say the greatest. Jackie Joyner Kersey. To be honest, I always mix her up with Flojo. So remind me which is which. Okay, so Jackie Joyner Kersey is the um, the decathlete who's also the best long jumper. She's the best long jumper and, jumper and the best decathlete, or as it's known for women, heptathlete of all time. She's number one at two different track sports ever. Uh, Flojo is the best female sprinter ever. So jo- jo- Jackie Joyner Kersey okay. is not a runner. I mean, the heptathlete does a lot of running, but she's not a pure runner. Okay. It's tough here. I mean... Jackie Joyner Kersey might be the best female athlete ever. Um, and Walter Johnson. The, the, the problem with pitchers is we've never really, as a, as a people, reached consensus on like the top seven or eight pitchers. You know? If you ask 20 different experts, every, someone would tell you Cy Young's the best. Someone would tell you Walter Johnson's the best. Someone would tell you Clemens is the you know, it's, 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 yeah. it's really tough. I'm going to go with Jackie so, Joyner Kersey here. I, I'll, I'll I respect you, Walter yeah. Johnson here. Like, he's great. Hard to judge those early twentieth century people. Oh, I was about to judge him in another way. I was I was about to say, knowing nothing about his personal politics or personal ethics, I would guess that if you told him he was competing against an African American woman, he oh, would yeah. not take him. Yeah, he would not. He would he would drop out of the competition. That's true. Yeah, so I'm going to give it to Jackie Joyner Kersey. 
Okay. All right. Uh, the next one we have interesting matchup here. Ben Hogan, possibly greatest golfer, not sure, against Mario Andretti, uh, greatest driver ever probably. Yeah. I think you have to go Andretti here. This is probably a weak matchup for the tournament. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think Andretti's got to win this, but it would be he would be hard-pressed to make this the Sweet 16. All right. Next we have Walter Payton, who you didn't even want in this bracket. Sweetness. Right. Held every rushing record until Emmett Smith came along mm-hmm. against Barry Bonds. Yeah, it's a route. We've already it's agreed a route pro steroids. Yeah. yeah, Barry Bonds is, yeah. is romping here. <laughs> All right. Uh, now we have another interesting matchup. We have Serena Williams, who to me is is one of you know one of the the favorites in this whole tournament, mm-hmm. and she's going up against the winner of Michelle Akers versus Joey Chestnut. So it oh, doesn't even matter who wins. Doesn't that matter. Doesn't matter. Serena's. Let's put Serena yeah. in. All right, so we're going to put Serena in, and I'm going to be magnanimous for your sake. I'm going to say that uh, Chestnut won that match. Oh, well, then, then I say Chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> and the third person has to decide between Joey Chestnut and Serena Williams. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, uh, now we have probably the best first-round matchup, or well, I don't know. We've got a couple of really good ones so far. But uh, we have Babe Ruth against Mia Hamm. Tough matchup for Mia Hamm here. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mia, but it's Babe Ruth. Yeah, of course. But, um, yeah, Mia Hamm really thought she had a chance here. The greatest female soccer player of all time, the greatest American soccer player of any gender, obviously. But, yeah, Babe Ruth in a row. Does that mean uh, it's Babe uh, Ruth uh, versus Serena Williams, or no, that was that was not the same quad? That is indeed what's happening in the second oh, round. Oh, no, tough break for Serena Williams, or Babe Ruth. It's, it's a crazy matchup. Yeah, that those is, are that two, is a nuts match. I mean, Serena Williams could have easily made the Final Four. Yeah, but that that to me is just really an incredible matchup in the second round. We'll have to wait. Yeah, to that's why we should have seen it. Yeah, that's going to be a blockbuster. Yeah. All right. Uh, next matchup, probably the weakest, I'd say, on this uh, on this whole half of the bracket. It's Hank Aaron against Richard Petty. Yeah, that is weak. I think you got to go with Richard Petty. Two drivers in the round of thirty-two. Yeah, to me, to me, it's Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Just a great all-around player. Um, but he's not one of the five best hitters ever. Like, Petty's obviously one of the five best drivers. I mean, there's an argument that he is. And, again, it's not equivalent to... Are you to taking him over Ruth? Are you taking him over Bonds? Are you taking him over Mays? Are you taking him over Cobb? Like, I don't think so. Are you taking him over Ted Cobb Williams? Did... No. All right. Okay, fine. Well, he's top ten. Yeah, he's top ten. <laughs> all right. But, again, he's a what's, Richard Petty, what's Richard Petty in wrestling? In, in, excuse me, in driving. He's not ahead of Daniel Earnhardt. He's not ahead of Mario Andretti. By the way, no. a lot, a few, multiple people emailed and said that Dale O'Hara Jr. made the bracket. Are you guys idiots? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Yes. The bracket uh, on, says on the, er, Jr., but we we on the podcast we no, said Senior. The bracket said Dale Earnhardt Sr. What happened is the image that I included in the oh, okay. vote that people did online said okay. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Okay, and I didn't want to edit it once people Got already it. voted on it. Yeah, yeah. No, obviously, so, we're not that dumb. Like, I watched a little yeah. NASCAR. We, we yeah. would not have put you... I, I'm, I'm glad other people caught that, though, because I caught that myself and was horrified, actually. Uh-huh. All right, so, so Hank Aaron against Richard Petty apparently is going to overtime. Going overtime. Fair enough. All right. Uh, the last bracket, the last matchup on the left half of the bracket, so matchup number th- uh, 16 in the first round, we have Michael Johnson against Cheryl Miller. Interesting Ooh, matchup. It is an interesting matchup. Uh, to me, Cheryl Miller is probably the best women's player of all time, and Michael Johnson, like... It's, it's, it's so hard to know, though. I know, but the thing is, Michael Johnson was like cucked by Usain Bolt, and I think, I think it's you got to pick Cheryl Miller here. Wow, I was going to say Michael Johnson because he wasn't only a runner, but he was like he was like Carl Lewisish, wasn't he? He was also competing in other things. No, he just ran two hundred and four hundred. That's it. 
All right, so but he had the world Sherman. record of both for a long time until it, the, yeah, the, the two hundred. The two hundred most important athlete, Olympian of the nineties. Would you say? Oh right? yes, uh, yeah. The, the two hundred he had um, until Bolt broke it, and then the four hundred he had uh, until this year when the South African dude came out of nowhere and and broke it. Yeah. All right, so that's one to one. So we're gonna have to wait till next week to see who wins that one. All right, let's go to the right side of the bracket. We have a uh, Ty Cobb leading things off. Greatest middle infielder of all time. It would be funny if he went uh, up against, like, uh, oh, yeah, tell me who. It was like Ty Cobb or somebody Yeah, he's for sure the biggest racist on this bracket that we know mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Uh, and he's going against Otto Graham. Otto Graham, the uh, greatest mm. quarterback of the first, you know, 60 years of the NFL. Yeah, this is and, probably I mean, the toughest his, matchup so far, honestly. His, his numbers are so incredible. And when you put them into context relative to his era, just blow everybody out of the water. But here's the thing. If you put Otto Graham on a football field today – he, he couldn't even play in, like, D1, I think, probably, right? Well, he'd be dead. It would be hard to have him anything. No, I'm saying take him at – like No, take him at 28 years. Yeah, take I mean, him at his prime. And what about Ty Cobb? Ty Cobb's coming in and he's hitting 350? Baseball players, I think, could. Now, basketball players – also, George Mikan, by the way, would, you know – I mean, Ty Cobb was hitting bench. white guys throwing, like, 79 miles an hour. He's going to be able to hit Aroldis Chapman. You just said that Cy Young and Walter Johnson are the greatest pitchers of all time. That was the era that they were playing against. Him, I know. mean, because you have some weird thing where, like, you, you're judging them all based on 2017. Well, no, I'm not. I judge them based on their era also. There's a reason I have Ty Cobb and Otto Graham on this bracket. But to me, Ty Cobb advances here. All right, I'm going with Otto Graham. You don't, want to, piss Ty, you, you don't <laughs> want to piss Ty Cobb off. No. You know, yeah, he'll call in some threats to some piece. All right, um, next. All right. Okay. Uh, next, we have an interesting matchup: Jerry Rice against Florence Griffith Joyner. Yeah, this is really good. I, you got to go, Jerry to me, Rice. Though look, it's Jerry Rice. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Rice is probably well, the greatest football player of all time. If it was Jackie Joyner Kersey, we'd have a real argument because Kersey's a little uh, heavier. But I mean, Griffith Joyner. Again, we are pro steroids, so I apologize that Flo Joe, who still has the hundred and two hundred record forty years later, uh, and and there was literally steam coming out of her when she was running those races. Um, what's what's crazy to me is that Jerry Rice is the greatest football player of all time, and yet he's more famous in half of America for Dancing with the Stars. Listen, that's why you do Dancing with the Stars. It's just so incredible how non-famous any non-quarterback is in football. We were talking about how baseball players don't have an impact. Football, you know, if you're not a quarterback, it's it's just it's crazy to me. Like the Jerry the, Rice, the only famous, as the only famous as he is, the only famous non-QBs right now are JJ Watt, Odell Beckham, and. Um, uh, uh, Adrian Peterson. He's maybe like infamous. And, and, and Gronk. By the way, do you think it's possible that Adrian Peterson doesn't, um, doesn't get signed that like nobody's interested because he was so bad the last no, year? There's no, cha- there's no chance. No. He will definitely have a job. Like with the Vikings taking back for a minimum salary? Or no, you don't think so? He would. I don't think he would do that. I don't think he would do that. Mm-hmm. I think the Vikings would, but I don't think his ego would allow him because the way he's going to justify signing a minimal contract is that he's going to do it with a team, you know, right. like the Patriots or somebody who. Right. Has a probably, I think Seattle's maybe sounds like they want him. Um. All right. What's the next matchup? He he would do badly to go to Seattle. That would not make sense. Their offensive line is even worse than the Vikings. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. All right. Next matchup: Henry Armstrong, one of the greatest boxers of all time, against Bo Jackson. Not you know. This is good the weakest, at two sports. The weakest matchup by far so yeah. far. Yeah, to me, Henry Armstrong advances. I understand why people wanted Bo Jackson in here, but he's not even close to the Hall of Fame in either of his sports. Yeah, not even close. I agree. Henry Armstrong, uh, maybe the weakest candidate in the round of 32, but put him in. 
All right. Uh, the next matchup we have is Lou Gehrig, the greatest first baseman of all time, mm-hmm. against Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Remember, Muhammad Ali was a Final Four competitor in our Greatest Living American bracket. Yeah, and look what that, that did, did not to him. turn out well for him. No, it didn't turn out well. <laughs> he lost eligibility shortly yes. thereafter. Yes, R.I.P. But um, uh, he's another guy who I think has got to be a Final Four favorite for this tournament. No question. Ali put him in the second round. Yeah. All right, and now we have a great matchup of tennis players. Martina Navratilova against Pete Sampras. Ah, uh, this way, is a we great matchup. How, wow. We talked about how Wayne Gretzky uh, competed for Canada. In the beginning of her career... Navratilova did not compete for the United States, but she did switch at a certain point. Well, I mean, in her defense, like, the country started with Czechoslovakia. It doesn't even exist anymore. So she gets a pass. (laughs) It's not like she switched for, like, money. Yeah, she switched. She was, like, 40-0 and in Fed Cup, even though she didn't start till like, she was past her prime. And she was 40-0. and All right, so so this is why I'm going to vote for Pete Sampras because – and I'm going to blame Serena here because – Prior to Serena, Navratilova has a strong argument for the greatest female player of all time. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Sampras. But now, but Sampras but now, has been Sampras has Martina got cut by one person. Sampras got knocked off by Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic. She's probably fourth hold best on, ever. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So that's what I was going to say. Serena has blown Navratilova so far out of the water that it no. is it, impo- it is impossible to make an argument that anybody other than Serena is the greatest female tennis player of all okay. time. Whereas P- Pete Sampras and Roger Federer, I think, still is a debate. No, it's not a debate. It's not a debate. Uh, Djokovic and Nadal and and Federer are all are all better. Djokovic, than please. What do you mean? Sampras. There are three surfaces in tennis, and Sampras couldn't hit a ball on one of them. The other three have all won the titles on every surface. It's not even close. Sampras could not play on clay. That means he stinks. Right, He's so a paper tiger because he was great on grass, so which has two tournaments a year. Uh, Never Tolova to me is the obvious pick here, but if you're going with Sampras, we'll we'll bring it to the jury. All right, we'll take it to the jury. It's one to one. Okay. Okay, and now By we way, have. I've got a great person. I don't know if he'll say yes, but it's not impossible. What about the Schwab? I have his email address. I'm being serious. Howie Schwab. Howie Schwab. That's he knows everything idea. about sports. I re- I respect him. You know what? Yeah. Absolutely, send him an email. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he'll do it, but he's he did a reply all thing with me and Ari Gold a, a couple years ago. I don't think it's yeah. impossible. I would send him an email. He would be the he would be the perfect one for this because he would know the history. I, I, yeah. He's a great pick. Yes. All right, uh, so so uh, send him an email. Okay. If listeners want to propose somebody else and or themselves, they're free yeah, to. But, but uh, if, how would you you're probably not better than Schwab, but assuming he says no, then propose yourself. Yeah. All right, now the next one is probably my favorite matchup in the first round. Just an incredible, incredible matchup, although we got a couple other good ones to come still. Mm-hmm. It's an argument about who is the greatest football player of all time because you've got Jim Brown, mm. who many people would make that argument for. Yeah, he's definitely the wokest I, football player of all time. Well, it's not when he was beating his uh, wife, but... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't tell me these things. What? what? He? What are you, you didn't know that? But was it in the era where that was like, okay? <laughs> in which era was it okay to beat your wife, Never, dude? never, never. <laughs> um, against Peyton Manning, who I argue was the greatest football Jeez, player Jeez, this is a crazy matchup. Yeah. Too straight. I mean, look, Jim Brown retired too young. Retired yeah. too young. Played in an era where there were 10 teams, nobody yeah, really cared, and is at a less important position. So yeah, Peyton, I, I think I agree. It is a tough. Jim Brown definitely could have beat some of these people, but Peyton's in the next round. Yeah. All right, and now we got a, a, a matchup of basketball players. Mm. Reem Abdul-Jabbar against Diana Taurasi. Oh, boy. Um, I'd like to see them play one-on-one. Yes. Uh, right now. They, I mean, she would destroy Kareem. Well, now she would probably. But yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote for Kareem, obviously. I mean, you could really make a good case for Tarasi here. I just think like you could make a case like she's the best modern basketball player, 
nobody says that Kareem is, is like the best mod. I mean, it's not modern. I guess. Kareem was better in college than she was. He yeah. he never lost the game, True. right? And True. she yeah, was all you know. Rossi's legacies in, in at UConn, which is obviously she was amazing there. But, but like, Kareem has that from UCLA. Yeah, yeah, and and Maya and Moore, Kareem, Maya Moore was better than her at UConn, and Brianna Stewart was better than her at UConn. Tarasi won't be the greatest female bass player of all time within ten or fifteen years. There's a lot of people nipping at her heels. Better comment. I mean, UConn had a had a woman the other night go uh, ten for ten from threes, like their next good player. So, um, I, I Kareem, yeah, this is a tough loss for Tarasi, but Kareem advances. And by the way, assuming that the guy who I think wins the next matchup wins the next matchup, Kareem has a fantastic matchup in the next round. Okay, and that's because he will be playing the winner of Will Chamberlain against Barry Sanders. Ooh. I mean, you got to go with Wilt. I love Barry Sanders, but I think this is obviously Wilt. Yeah, and I and I really want to see Wilt against. Uh, Wilt Kareem is a great matchup in the second round. All right, the next matchup we have are two people who recently uh, posed in a photograph together, which they tweeted out, which got many uh, retweets and, and likes. Ooh, you want to guess who it is? Yeah, um, Donald Trump, and um, <laughs> it's like uh, Jason Miller. I don't know who. Well, there are two people who are in our bracket, so that should be a hint. Two people pose for a photograph together. Simone Biles and LeBron further. James. Simone Biles and LeBron James. You're very close. I'll give you one more hint. It is the heaviest person on this bracket and the lightest person on this Simone Biles bracket. versus Shaq? There you go, baby. I think I really think Simone Biles is better than Shaq. I'm voting for I'm Simone Biles. I'm not going to disagree because you're the one who said you're the one who said that Simone Biles was the greatest of all time by, at her by sport. By far right? the best gymnast ever. By far. Yeah, and and that's not true for Shaq necessarily. No, not definitely not so true. I'm, I'm, all right, so Simone Biles beats Shaq two nothing. Unbelievable victory all right. for Simone Biles. All right, next matchup we got Dale Earnhardt against Deion yeah. Sanders. I, I'm I'm telling you right now. I mean, I have a lot of respect for Dale. I was watching when he died. R.I.P. Dale. I, to me, Dion is a Hall of Famer in one sport and was good like as a hobby in baseball. He was like an above average baseball player. So I, I think you have to go with Dion. All right. What I'll do you think? You. Fine. Yeah. That's I mean, fine. you could make a case he's the best cornerback ever. So, like, he's like Lawrence Taylor if Lawrence Taylor also played baseball. You know, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Now we're doing this bracket. Well, I mean, all he really was in baseball was a pinch runner, honestly. Again, but, fast. but the thing with baseball is, like, you get good by being in the minors for five years. He, you know, he was playing yeah. football. Yeah. All right. So this next matchup is if we were doing this in 1950, I think these two are both in the final four. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for them, in the last 65 years, a lot of uh, good athletes have come to the fore. Mm. It's Jesse Owens against Babe Didrikson Zaharias. Yeah, this is a really good matchup. Uh, I'm, I'm right off the bat, I think you have to pick Zaharias. Uh, Owens, yeah. I, you could make a case for she's, him. She's the female Jim Thorpe. She's she's like arguably the greatest female golfer of all time, even yeah. 80 years later. Yeah, I mean, you could make a case that Zah- that Babe Didrikson Zaharias is is a contender to win the tournament, or at least you know make the final four. Uh, yeah. Owens is great, but you know his career really gets ruined by by the World Wars and the fact that you know it was right after the Depression and he couldn't just keep running forever. Then, all right, uh, now we have uh, maybe two of the wokest uh, competitors in the first round. It's mm. LeBron James against Satchel Paige. Oh, LeBron is not that woke. I mean, LeBron is sort of like at the forefront of you know of superstar athletes being politically active. I mean, he's just more woke than than Michael Jordan. He's not woke. Yeah. Um, anyways, obviously LeBron is winning this. LeBron, yeah, we just don't have enough information about Satchel. There's, you know, the 20 different Negro League experts will tell you that there's, you know, this guy you've never heard of was much better than Josh Gibson or Cool Papa Bell was great. You know, it's it, we just yeah. don't have enough information. 
Yeah. Uh, LeBron James, do we agree? He could be. He would be the best tight end in the NFL. I mean, I don't know if he'd be better than Gronk, but he definitely – I mean, he could start for the Jets tomorrow. He could start for the Jets tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's a very low bar. Do, well, do the so, Jets but, have a tight end on their roster by the end of the season? Well, they, they had they had four receptions, I think, or six receptions last – something crazy. <laughs> um, by the way, listen to this year um, from Dion when he was 24 as, as a baseball player. He hits 304 with 14 triples and eight homers, steals 26 bases, only 325 – Plate appearances. Uh, he OPS is uh, eight forty. Gets on base almost thirty five percent of the time. Uh, you know, while playing really good defense. His WAR was over three despite playing half a season. Like that was like he was playing for fun. And he ne- and he played he played uh, after the age of twenty seven. He only played two more seasons spread out. Like he he put no effort into baseball and was still an above average baseball player. Yeah, okay, so I'm I'm actually shocked. I did not realize how good he was. I he thought was I just really remember... good at baseball. Yeah, I remember him as being like just like a pinch runner. But yeah, I'm looking at his 1992 season. <laughs> he was he was like he was an MVP candidate basically. Yeah, he was really good at baseball. <laughs> that's actually that's actually incredible. He was really really good. I did not realize how good he was. Wow. Uh, yeah, so he's obviously going to beat uh, Dale Earnhardt. All right. Uh, speaking of Josh Gibson, who you just mentioned, he's going up against Carl Lewis in our fourth to last matchup of the night. Who is it against Carl Lewis? Josh Gibson. Mm, yeah, I, same thing. I mean, I just think Carl, Carl Lewis is, you know, again. A little bit of a was, renaissance man also. Good at yeah, lots of I different mean, things. Good at lots of different things. Um, except for singing national anthems. You know, he's Usain Bolt, but also the best long jumper. I I, I think this is a lot for, I mean, I, I, I mean, Josh Gibson, people say was better than Babe Ruth. Like, maybe we're stupid. Maybe we should put Josh Gibson in. If we had Joe Posnanski on right now, by the way, that would be another great person for this podcast. Yeah, um, he's got his own podcast. I mean, he might join. Who knows? Josh Gibson died at 36. You know, at 35 even, actually. Um, like, it, it's just so hard to judge. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Carl Lewis here, with all respect. 360 hitter who had 1,000 home runs. Yeah, but we have no idea what that means. I know. I know, but like it might Yes. In it a different might, era, he might, might be the greatest baseball player of all time. Though. It's definitely possible. Racism sucks, you know. We're, the greatest American athlete bracket is not going to solve all of all of uh, society's ills. Yeah. I'm going for Carl Lewis. Here's yeah. the question. Did Josh Gibson know how to swim? You have to take that out because that uh, the, the, <laughs> did, did he die at thirty five from drowning? Do we know? Yeah, I'm, t- I'm serious. You're gonna take the last one out. So you're gonna take the third. No, I'm not taking it out. It's a good. Oh, you have to. You have to. You have to. No, no. I, we'll it's leave it in and we'll let the listen. No, we're not letting we'll the listeners decide that we're racist. What does that mean? Now I have to go back and edit this thing. Yes. Okay. Uh, next matchup, we have Sean White against Tiger Woods. Uh, I mean, this is a tough break for Sean White. Sean White is really great. Like every, every the snowboarding is open. I would say it's open to everyone. It's open to every rich kid in the country. You know. Um, and he's the best at it by far in the whole world. Um, but obviously, yeah, Tiger obviously, Woods, obviously Tiger Woods, Woods. But I, I would have, I could have made a case for Sean White if he went up against like one of the track people or something. All right, we got two matchups left of the night. Joe Montana, who many would say is the greatest quarterback of all time, mm-hmm. against Chris Evert. Yeah, Joe Montana, I think. Yeah. And then the last matchup in the first round: Sugar Ray Robinson against Michael Jordan. I mean, I like Sugar Ray, but obviously Michael Jordan wins this. 
We got a Montana yeah, Jordan really second round matchup. That's pretty good too. Yeah, Sugar Ray might be the best pound for pound boxer of all time. So Michael Jordan's a very tough matchup for him. Uh, yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, ultimately it's not a question. So we don't have a lot of we don't have a lot of choices for the for the whatever gentleman or female we uh, we pick. Well, that person's going to help us do the whole second round. Yeah, they'll help us do the second round. Yeah. My question was, do we maybe go to the listeners again to decide our ties? We only have one, two, three, four, five, six ties. Do we let the listeners decide? I'm not sure. The listeners will be involved. Maybe the listeners are going to do the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. I don't know. Let's see if we could get someone good for the bracket. The listeners, the listeners have been very biased in favor of the big sports. Yes. Right? Yeah. So I'm telling you right now, like I'm looking at these matchups, the listeners are going to pick Tom Brady – Jackie Robinson, Hank Aaron. Yeah. Uh, oh, you don't have to go through every matchup and spoil everything, but yeah. I hear you. Um, I, I say let's let's give it to the listeners again, these six matchups, because we're going to have our, our guests come on and do that whole second round with us. So Yeah. All right, so should we do it the same way as last time, or should I make like a little Google Doc? No, I don't know. I don't, um, for those six matchups? I yeah. think I th- let's, let's save that. Let's give more work for the person who, who – uh, they could give their opinion – you, but ultimately, I think the decision will come down to whoever we pick as the third person. Well, that well, no. I, when I ask the listeners, I go with them, unlike you. So if we're not going with them, no, I, then... I say for now, don't go with them. We'll give the listeners another shot at the next round. So next week is going to be March Madness, and then in two weeks, we're gonna we're gonna you know I don't know if we'll finish this, but we'll at least you know go forward a round or two. All right. Okay, Akiva. Uh, so I'm glad we uh, finally got this bracket put together. Yeah, no, this is exciting. May, are you going to post the whole yeah. bracket? On, you should post the a blank bracket in, on the on the page also. Well, I'll, I'll post the bracket with on which page? Like I'll tweet it out, I guess. Yeah, I guess on the on the elite fan, like a link to it from elite the elite fans thing that we linked to. Yeah, yeah. We really right. we really need a, a website or like a Facebook page or something. Yeah, uh, you want to set it up? <laughs> Alright, you don't have a sign-off, so now this podcast is sort of ending awkwardly. No, I'm very excited for... Are you excited for March Madness? Look, Minnesota's the best they've been since I was in 8th grade, and this time hopefully they won't have to retroactively give up all the wins, so I'm excited for them to, uh, you know, crash and burn in a first-round upset. Are you excited like for all the Northwestern hype? Like, every single sports writer on Twitter is losing their mind over Northwestern. Oh, yeah, it's so annoying. I, I, if they lose their first game of the Big Ten tournament, they might not make it. No, and, they're uh, still making it. I think Lunardi has them as a 9, so they're not really in danger. Well, but I mean, the lowest seed is like an eleven. Yeah, no, they're, but they're not. They're, in the, they're, not they're not in like the last eight in, so I think they're safe. Yeah, probably. Uh, it's been a weird year for the Big Ten. There's no good team. I mean, I guess Purdue. But look, I, I really only watch uh, Big Ten college basketball and football mm-hmm. until uh, tournament time. Mm-hmm. So, is Superfan uh, Robbie is he a big college basketball guy or no? Not really. No, football. He's not, watching, he's not watching Minnesota play today in their pajamas. <laughs> Minnesota. I mean, North Michigan played today in their pajamas. Yeah, Michigan. Minnesota's got a double bye. Oh, wow. In the way that the ridiculous Big Ten tournament works. Yeah. Beeline right, is overrated. Uh, five. Well, who is? Beeline. Yeah. All right, let's uh, talk about college basketball next week. Okay, let's do it.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.